I haven't been to a lot of concerts in my life, but I've been to some, and I'm going to tell you all about it. What's up? My name is JC, and this is Life and Times of a Native Son, Season 3, Episode 13. I think this is Episode 13. Yeah. So, I should have saved Episode 13 for think for um, Halloween, but because uh, that, that would be kind of fitting, but um didn't work out that way this year. Um, so, I hope you guys had a great week. Our great weekend last week. I don't know what you did. Let's see. I was. I went to the cities Friday, Saturday. I didn't really do anything. I wasn't really feeling very good on Saturday. I don't know what that was all about, but took a couple naps and chilled out with the kids. Sunday, the ki- I gave the kids the option. I said you could either. Um, go to church or do um, a job of my choice and it's not going to be a good job all three of my kids chose a job so that's what they ended up doing I ended up going to the cities I went to St. Paul um, watched the Vikings game and then right after the Vikings game Vikings won which was good and then right after the Vikings game was the Cowboys game um, and they won, which is even better. Um, kind of chilled out all day. Just, you know, I think I uh, hung out and cooked and had a margarita and some beer. And then um, took a little nap and then uh, stayed up a little while and watched a movie and... Um, uh, we had a, had a little bit of wine in the evening, chilled out, and then uh, Monday back to work. Work was kind of crazy this week. We had a project in Connecticut, it's about a, I don't know, a quarter of a million dollars, I think, that had some major problems with, and literally we didn't fix it until 3.30 on Friday, and so 3.30 on Friday, that thing came off the books, out of my bucket, and gave me i don't know i was able to go into friday saturday and sunday not having to worry about anything about work you know and and typically i don't i you know where i work right now i haven't really taken work home at all on the weekends so that's kind of cool but this one was just a crazy circumstance that i think is an anomaly for where i work it's typically pretty low stress so um and that one was a little bit stressful. Um, so yeah, that was that was pretty much my week. Uh, this weekend, probably going to go to Wilmer. 
um, hang out. Did breakfast actually this morning in uh, in Wilmer at Frida's. And if you're a Wilmer person, or if you're ever in Wilmer, Frida's is it's a it's a must. They're only open for breakfast. Um, I was going there back in the day, and um, when it when it was. This, actually owned I think by Frida or at least that's what I thought by some old lady because she was always there when I would go there and then um my friend uh Rody bought it I don't know how long ago but he bought it and uh Rody and I had some pretty good times together we worked together at a pizza place and uh we would trade pizza for beer uh to friend of ours who worked at a liquor store so we'd trade him a pizza or two pizzas for a a case of beer and him and I on I don't know if it was either Friday or Saturday nights we'd just sit up in the front of the pizza place that we worked at and just drink beer and um so the town in Wilmer one of the things at least it was this way when I grew up I I don't think it's the same way now because whenever I go back to Wilmer on a Friday night or any night for that matter because when I was growing up it was every night people would drive up they would you know if you're old you understand what I'm talking about but they used to cruise up and down this main street right in the middle of town and it was like I don't know maybe a mile and a half that people would drive up and then they'd turn around and drive back and you just see people all night and honk and wave and you know, go to a party, hook up or whatever, meet girls, meet boys, whatever your thing is. Um, and so oh, I, don't, I don't think it's the same way now, but uh, Rody and I would just sit up in the front of this pizza place and watch everybody cruise First Street. And then, you know, I know a couple of times it kind of turned into a little bit of, of a party in in the restaurant because people would stop and we'd let them in and then we'd just start drinking i remember one one night we were all lit and um one of my friends was lying down in the salad bar and so next time you're um at a buffet or something um, just know that there's a chance that a teenager was probably drunk and pissed in the salad bar or was taking a nap in the salad bar i don't know i don't know which is oh i suppose pissing's probably worse but anyways um so we stopped in and saw him this morning had some breakfast chilled talked and you know the one of the cool things about relationships with people that you knew when you were young and you know you'd either I i don't know if it's this way for for people that have always had those people in their life, you know, like you grow up with somebody and they're there, you know, you have a friends that um, are in your life from childhood because it's not that way for me. I moved so much that I never had um, the, the type of friends that would were in my life, you know, every day from childhood, I, you know, with the exception of some of my friends in Minnesota, um, have been there, you know, since, since, um, through all of it, through, you know, live, moving to the cities to getting married, to having kids, it got a little, you know, it got a little goofy because my life became kind of like a JC Penney's catalog when, um, I got married and had, had kids because it was, 
um, old school version of what marriage is like. And I don't know if it's the same way now, but um, when when I got married, it was you got married and your life became your marriage and your kids. And so a lot of the friendships that I had when I was younger kind of got, um, I don't want to say severed because those guys are back. A lot of those those people are back in my life now, but uh, there was like a stopping point when I got married. Um, I kind of lost my train of thought, but uh, that was um, uh, one of the, you know, and I've said this before, it's one of the things, the silver linings to everything that's happening you know, in this house in the last year and a half is just being able to reconnect with all of those dudes that I used to run around with. And that goes, you know, pretty much for anywhere I've ever lived. You know, some of my friends in Colorado, um, my family, you know, from Montana that, you know, those guys live in Colorado. A lot of those guys live in Colorado and somewhere in Montana, somewhere in North Dakota. But, uh, um, I talked to a lot of them, you know, throughout the day, and that's pretty cool whether or not it's through um, Facebook or texting or, you know, Snap. A lot of a lot of people are doing Snap, so um, talked to a lot of family through Snap, um, and, 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 I, and I suppose, yeah, back, that's a, a silver lining. Uh, I was trying to think about, you know, like how I was going to do this podcast on Thursday night. I had, I was all week. I was like, you know, what am I going to, what am I going to do for the podcast? And I'm trying to, you know, brainstorm in between, uh, you know, doing work and life, you know, just kind of trying to th- figure out what I was going to talk about on this podcast. And I was going to do it Thursday night and I still, you know, going into Thursday night, didn't know what I was going to talk about. And, um, came home from work and cooked dinner and sat down on the couch and and you know next thing I know I wake up and it's nine it's uh, nine o'clock I come into my bedroom and I was like okay yeah I'm gonna do my podcast I'm gonna turn on the tv and see if you know just um you know going through youtube and all of that stuff and seeing what's on TV, seeing if anything would spark something that was worthy of talking about. And then next thing I know, I wake up, it's 2.30 in the morning, TV's still on. I was in the middle of looking for something on YouTube before I fell asleep. Uh, But uh, then I was like, okay, yeah, I got to do the podcast. And then I was out again. And I didn't wake up until, I don't know, 6 30 i work at i work at eight so i try to be out of bed at um seven o'clock and you know make sure my kids are up and going to school but yeah i slept pretty hard so didn't get the podcast out and then um you know i was gonna do it friday but at friday i took off for the night for a little bit and got out and then uh just didn't do it and so now i'm sitting here it's saturday night i took a nap i took a couple of naps today actually because i was kind of up a little bit late last night and um uh, i suppose i didn't have the greatest night of sleep but um 
I suppose I must have been tired. I don't know what the deal was. I've been, I suppose, you know, I had three really good nights of sleep, and then uh, this weekend, um, today, just took two naps, and I was tired. You know those naps that you, you sometimes you take naps, and you're like, and you're out for a little bit, and you're you're fine when you wake up. You don't have, um, doesn't. You, you know where you are, you know what you just did. And today I took two naps that when I woke up, I woke up and I was like, where the hell am I? And what time of day is it? I thought it was like nighttime twice and it was still, you know, daylight outside. Um, but yeah, so that was, sorry, I didn't get the podcast out, but um, it is what it is got a good night's sleep on it you know i'd rather have been able to put out a podcast but um i'll take a good night's sleep anytime i can get it uh you know i was thinking about you know back in the day my first concert um and all the concerts that i've been and i'm not one of those people that's you know been to a a you know a ton of concerts because sometimes i'll start talking about my the concerts that i've gone to and somebody else will, who i'm talking to is like yeah and they've been to like a freaking hundred concerts but i'm not i'm not that guy i'm not that guy who you know every time a band would come into town i had to go see him if it was somebody that i was listening to there's a lot of concerts that came to town that i wish i had gone to and i didn't go and i'll tell you about you know that later but um my first concert was um, when I moved to Minnesota and um, my sister was up and we went to Mike and the Mechanics. And if you know, they had a song called, I don't know, I think it's called In the Living Years or something like that. It was super cheesy. And then um, there was another band at the same time. This is like 1989 another band at the same time called uh club escape and they had one song they were like one song that was popular and if you know it you're a ninja but it was wild wild west and it's not to be confused with uh wild wild west by cool modi because that song is the bomb but um the the escape club song was pretty good too uh, so I saw them and then what, you know, if you know who Mike and the mechanics are, basically they're Genesis without Phil Collins. And, you know, I don't, I didn't really understand the significance of what happened until I got older, but I was at that concert and it was at the Orpheum who is, which is in Minneapolis. And if you've ever been to the Orpheum, you know what I'm talking about, but the Orpheum, I don't, there's not a bad seat in the place and it's a pretty cool place to see a concert and i would love to go there um to see you know somebody that um i really wanted to see in concert but um this was my first concert and it was um, at the orpheum which i suppose is pretty special it's you know orpheum is kind of like the red rocks of colorado it's not you know not nearly as nationally known as red rocks is because everybody knows who what red rocks is but the orpheum is a really cool place to see a concert and so mike and the so escape club comes out and they were like so shitty that they they only had their you know their one hit wonder song and they were so shitty that they played that song twice <laughs> so you know that you don't have a, a lot of music in your um uh 
catalog if you're singing the same song twice at a concert but so they did wild wild west twice and then uh, mike and the mechanics came on and to be honest i don't know any mike and the mechanics songs i i knew that one song because it was popular but and my sister wanted to go because she really liked that song um i'm sure that you know a lot of people are with music it means something to you in some way or another so uh, i'm sure that song meant something to her so we went and saw them in concert and then they were about to go off stage and you know this is you know the when um this is when i first learned about like the whole like cheering to get them to come out and do another song and so mike and the mechanics finished and they went off stage and it was everybody started clapping and shit and i'm looking around like what the, what's going on and then they i kind of you know along the way figured out what was you know everybody was cheering to get them to come out and do one more song and they came out and um again and the lead singer and i don't know any of their names i don't know anybody from mike and the mechanics and he's like um we got a surprise for you tonight and phil collins comes out and he does i can feel it coming in the air tonight and oh, shit that was pretty awesome you know i didn't i didn't realize it until i got older how uh, you know i liked that song then it was the best song that i heard the whole night um and i don't remember hearing it before that maybe i maybe i do i don't know it just didn't resonate with me yet and um he did that song and that was awesome and uh that was my first concert and then my next concert was the ll cool j nitro tour and it was in colorado i was home this is uh my senior year of high school so it was that summer that i was working at the golf course in windsor um so uh the ll cool j nitro tour comes up and i'm looking at the lineup and it's slick rick de la soul too short big daddy kane nwa um and ll cool j and i you know i there may have been somebody else on there but those are the ones that i remember and so i got those tickets they're like 53 bucks um at mcnichols arena in denver and me and my friend bird dog I'm like, dude, we're going, and I, you know, I bought the two tickets, and um, we go down, and this is right in the middle of the like when gang, you know, Crips and Blood stuff was was really big, and so, and kind of learned this afterwards, but um, we go there, and there was this the city of Denver. Um, was worried about fights or whatever because the um, NWA was um, kind of known for being a crip band and, or group or whatever and LL Cool J was kind of known for being a blood and, and, and it was probably just because LL wore a lot of red all the time I don't know whether or not he was East Coast so I don't know whether or not he was a blood or not but um I don't think he was, but he just wore a lot of red. So the Bloods um, would always wear um, LL Cool J shit. Um, I went to this concert in a um, wearing LL Cool J 
sneakers. They were made by Troop. They were the LL Cool J series, special edition series. So I wore these Troops and a red British Knight sweatsuit from head to toe. And if, you know, supposedly um, it meant blood killer. And I suppose you could look at it from both ways. You know, on the Crip side of it, it's like I'm wearing BK because it means that I kill bloods. And then, you know, if you're uh, if you're a blood, it's, it's uh, you know, I'm wearing BK. British Knights is what it was. So I'm wearing BK shit because it means that I'm a blood and I'm a killer. So I'm wearing all red at a concert that the city of Denver is worried about Crips and Bloods activity. And we go in, um, we're in like a section that's all fucking gangsters and they're all around us and everybody's smoking weed and there's like a family in front of me, like a mom and her kids and they're all smoking weed and they, you know, they pass it back and we pass it back to them. And, uh, it started getting a little bit hairy because, um, I think that I want to say that Slick Rick opened and Slick Rick had, um, his song, a children's story was popular and and I'm, and I'm not dogging Slick Rick, but he did that song twice too. (laughs) Um, and then when Della Soul came out, they were about like halfway through their set and they turned on all the lights in McNichols and told their, and the La Soul's kind of, I don't know, they like a ABBA hip hop rap group. I don't know. They just really mellow and laid back chill stuff. They don't even think they swear on their stuff. Um, but they were getting out and the, skinny dude from De La Soul is like, y'all need to chill the fuck out. And he's telling everybody to chill out because there must have been shit going on all over the place. So then they turn the lights back off and do finish their set. Big Daddy Kane does his set. And um, then uh, NWA starts to do theirs. And the way NWA did it, this is 1989 slash 90. So it was probably summer of 89. So right when they were popping off, right when they were starting to go. And I think that if you watch the movie um, South Central, when they start showing uh, them doing concerts, I think that was probably about that time. And uh, so... Easy E was like really popping off because he had uh, his solo album came out. And this is before Cube's album came out. And so the way that NWA did their concert is they all came out and did solo shit first. So it was like Yella came out and did something. And then um, MC Rand came out and did something. Then Dre came out and then Cube came out and... Uh, then Ice T came out and they did the whole We Want Easy thing and that was pretty cool. And uh, they had lights um, going around McNichols Arena that looked like they were helicopter lights and so you could hear like helicopter sound in the background. Um, and then um, Too Short and then LL came out and I... I thought when NWA was done, I was like, there's no way. 
there is no way that anybody here tonight is going to do better than have a better set than they did. It was the bomb, but LL, man, I don't care. He, 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 his show was the bomb. He did. He was, he, he ruled that night. Uh, get rolled out on stage in a Ferrari and pulled a bet out when he did. I need love and grabbed some chick from the audience and they, he had some like a hype dude that looked like Flava Flav that I thought was kind of weird because he was doing the whole Flava Flav thing. Um, but yeah, that was my second concert. I know, I went and saw um, MC Hammer in Oaktown's 357, if you remember them. And that was cool. MC Hammer is not one of those p- type of people that sounds really good in concert. So that was kind of disappointing. Um saw Steve Miller band if you know them they were pretty cool the I remember the bass player did the same move the whole time and if you ever I just kind of swayed back and forth the whole time he didn't do anything else but Steve Miller was cool um I used to I saw uh kid Johnny Lang and um uh who else did was like around the cities during that time when Kid Johnny Lang was blown up? Because he kind of he kind of got it, came into his stuff in the Twin Cities. He all of a sudden he was everywhere. He'd play um, at uh, downtown once during the week in Minneapolis, and then um, every Thursday night he'd play at uh, at uh, Gatlin Brothers at the Mall of America. So that was literally across the street. So I saw him a lot. Um, I saw Peter Frampton once that was kind of cool and then I went to this is you know I was dating a girl who was really into hard rock and so I saw Queensryche and Typo Negative in concert and I don't know I went to another concert that same week and uh, I saw this one dude there and then he was literally like four rows up from us the three nights later he's look like an asian american indian is what he looked like he had long hair and um was an asian dude uh so he's pretty recognizable i'd seen him around the mall a few times too so that's how recognizable this dude was um and that was pretty weird seeing a typo negative because they had like a whole like devil voice vibe the guy from typo negative his whole thing is i talk like this and i thought that was kind of weird because they did a whole concert with a dude doing that voice and then queens right i don't know it was kind of like seeing a poor man's pink floyd is what it was but um that was uh i went to that uh and then i went i saw kiss live and that was pretty crazy i went to my friend schwab's house uh during the day we went over there around 11 o'clock my friend schwab my friend reitzma and uh nate dog and slooty and my friend steeny and my friend b who it's his birthday today he's just turned 50 years old uh shout out to bran oslin happy birthday um yeah 50 is a big one but uh, it's all about how you are and how you feel and um 
so yeah, we went to Kiss together and we met at the at my friend Schwab and Brand's place in St. Paul. And they had like a whole like bar set up downstairs. So you had a beer meister, a pool table, this big ass fish tank that had sharks in it. And it was like a cool place to go hang out and we hung out there a lot. Um but uh had this whole thing over there and we're all kind of getting lit and I don't remember if anybody even opened for for kiss I'm sure somebody did but we were all so fucked up that uh I wouldn't have remembered and I remember you know we get there and we're all hanging out we're like really close to the stage we're like on the ace freely side of the stage so if you've ever been on to a kiss concert if you you know um Gene Simmons is always on the left Paul Stanley and um uh, the drummer Christopher Cross are in the middle and then Ace Freely is on the right so we were like on the right side of the stage by Ace Freely which is where I kind of wanted to be because my sister had told me about um, when Ace Freely does his solo his guitar takes off into the air and then he grabs a new guitar and starts like really you know going to town and then shoot something and it blows the other guitar up and so she's like oh you gotta you gotta wait until we can't wait until that because so this kiss concert that we went to was like they're remasked and when they all got back together and they were doing the exact tour that they did in i want to say 1978 or whatever it was it was whenever they just kind of blew up and did that first tour so they were doing the whole exact tour again and so i'd seen stuff and you know like on tv about that tour and i knew and i had seen like video of the whole ace freely thing and we went and then it was kind of the same thing as there was just a lot of people messed up and a lot of people passing around weed and so that was going on during the concert and um this whole ace freely thing comes up and um, I stand up and I'm like, yeah, this is awesome. And he starts doing his thing. And then about halfway through it, I'm like, oh, this, I don't feel very good. And uh, I had to sit down and um, compose myself. And I could see his guitar from my seat. So I'm everybody around me is standing up. I'm sitting down and I look up and I can see his guitar above me. And I saw the, at least saw the guitar blow up and all of that. I didn't see all the other stuff because I was too messed up. And then we left that concert. My friend Nate was being kind of crazy and doing the whole um, uh, the natural, or is it the nature boy? I don't know, whatever the wrestler who does the woo thing. He was doing that to people on the way out. And, and I thought that was kind of funny. But um yeah, so those were a lot of the concerts that I'd gone to. I also saw James Brown in concert, and he was awesome. So was Willie Nelson. I saw him in concert. Both of those were, I saw it. I saw, yeah, I, I did. I saw both of those at a casino, which is um, pretty typical of, I suppose, their careers right now. But um, Willie Nelson was awesome, and James Brown is probably, entertaining-wise, probably the 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 best concert i ever went to um but yeah so that was my concerts i don't know what what's what's your favorite 
concerts, some of the your favorite concerts that you've gone to, you know, you can always reach out to me on Facebook, JC Kelsey, on Instagram at Native Sun seventy one, or um, you can hit my email up, and I'll, you know, I say it every time, but my email is really hard to go through because it's an old ass email, but it's Native Sun S O N. 1971 at gmail.com you can hit me up on there uh but that's all i got this week um hope you guys have a great weekend um i hope that uh uh, you guys get out there and enjoy the weather that we have right now because it's about to get cold and it was getting cold this week but hope you have a great week hope you have a great year hope you have a great life my name is jc and this has been Life and Times of a Native Son. Peace, I'm out.